So what do you bring to the table? I can guarantee we have either asked this question or we've had to answer this question at some point. Generally, the answers are based around our character, our best characteristics and achievements. And naturally so, we want to highlight those self-perceived perfect parts of ourselves which help validate why we think we're such a great catch in the dating world. I can personally say that in the past, I would be really, really quick to share all of the parts of me that were appealing. I would speak to my intellect and my beauty and my independence, my loyalty and honesty, you name it. I would even throw in there that I was the greatest girlfriend a dude could ever have. I'm sure men resonate with this as well. And they would equally, or I've even heard men equally detail some of their best qualities, including, you know, their good looks or their, you know, educational achievements, their sexual energy, you know, all the things that they had going on in their life. And all of this sounds very much so appealing until you start spending quality time with each other and you start learning those less desirable qualities. And you know which ones I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones we forgot to mention. We rarely highlight our least favorable attributes, which are the things we also bring to the table. What about the dark parts of us that we bring? What about the parts of us that our partner would have to learn over time through conversation and, you know, just basic quality time with one another. The parts of us that maybe we haven't even acknowledged or healed from ourselves. Many of us bring baggage and pain and toxic behavior and childhood trauma, mental health, low self-esteem, insecurities, you name it. And most of these characteristics, we don't really share up front that these are things by our own admission. We wouldn't share these things up front, that these are also things that we deal with in the background. I feel like collective conversations around this tends to be so hyper-focused on the other person's attributes that we then lack the self-awareness that is needed for ourselves. That then, in my opinion, creates or cultivates this sort of self-inflated idea of what attributes we actually do bring to the table. It's mandatory that we sit with ourselves and we ask ourselves that question too. What do I bring to the table? Being completely honest and transparent with ourselves, acknowledging the parts that require healing and self-work. Are we, you know, am I patient? What's my communication style? How do I handle anger and conflict? Do I take accountability for my actions? Can I apologize when I'm wrong? Am I in a victim mentality or victim mindset? Do I control my emotions properly? Do I struggle with vulnerability and intimacy? Like the list just goes on. And so 
we have to be committed to self-awareness, which will prepare us to be vulnerable and transparent about those parts of us with our person. No one is picture perfect. We all have a light side and a dark side. And hopefully this deeper level of self-awareness and introspection will create a solid foundation between you and your special someone. I want to share a few questions that we can sit with ourselves with at the table just to jumpstart our thinking into what we bring. It's not really, you know, it is about what the other person brings, but it's really what we bring to the table. And when we realize what we bring to the table, we may be less rigid on what someone else is bringing. We may be just a little bit more empathetic, a little more understanding a little more compassionate to what others are dealing with, especially if we can then figure out that we may resonate or we have some similarities or, you know, we're all connected in some ways. And so the first question that I would ask myself sitting at my own table alone would be, number one, what parts of me do I need to improve And what parts of me do I want to improve? And that's a very important question because the parts of you that need to, just because you know you need to do something does not mean that you are ready, willing, and able to do it. And so when you can identify the things that you need to work on versus the things that you want to work on, like you're ready to work on, you can take baby steps in that direction and start to begin to do your self-work. Question number two, what makes me happy? I love this question because when I ask people, even when I ask myself, am I happy? You will be very surprised with your answer. When you truly think deep down, am I happy with all parts of my life? You may be surprised with what comes up to the surface. Number three, am I emotionally available, emotionally mature, and emotionally stable? Those are all three separate, you know, things that we need to sort out. Being emotionally available is ready to, ready and willing to receive someone's energy and exchange energy. Being emotionally mature, again, that is the self-awareness that you need to know where you stand, how you handle yourself, how you re- how you respond to life. And stable, meaning when things are not great, how do you manage? Are you ir- irrational? Are you erratic? Are you calm? Are you grounded? Are you centered? Are you able to just deal and get through easily and, you know, quickly and easily? Do I have trust issues from past relationships? Very important to acknowledge if you do or not. If you have had trust issues in your past relationship, most likely you will have PTSD. And some of those things may or may they may not spill over into the next relationship. Can I communicate and express my feelings openly? This is a very important question. What are my fears when it comes to life in general? And then what are my fears when it comes to relationships? 
Am I ready to build intimacy with someone? How do I handle conflict? How do I handle disagreements? How do I handle disappointments in my life and challenges? What is my love language? Do I practice my love language on myself in the name of self-care? And so what I love about these questions is that they are thought-provoking and they are, we can also use them as journal prompts to get your mind and your gears kind of churning on where you stand with yourself. And once you have sort of a clear picture or a clear uh, label or name to the thing that you know you're that you have or you experience then it is easier for you to sit at a table and ask someone else what do they bring because now you are so sure and sort of grounded within your energy that you know you can have that conversation from a fair level open honest plane So ask yourself, what do I bring to the table?